Hey, I'm Greg Harvey. I'm from Clearwater, Florida. And my mission in life is to see people find freedom through Christ. It's mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, whatever aches and breaks you got, God wants to take it from you and give you something better. So that's what we do. Um, yeah, that's it. So in the morning, we read out of the Jesus Calling devotional. It's written by Sarah Young, and there's one for every single day of the year. Um, this is just something I do in my everyday life. I wake up in the morning, I'm in prayer. I'm praying for my family, my friends, any, any prayer requests that come into my mind. Uh, then I read a proverb of the day. Today would be Proverbs 4. Easiest Bible study plan there is. Whatever day of the month it is, that's the proverb that you read, and it's the book of wisdom. So you're always going to get something good. Always going to get something good. You don't sleep well most of the time, but last night you slept well. Well, you must have got my sleep because the last two nights, man, woo, I can't fall asleep. I think my mind is just, you know, that's what, I think that's what happens, though, when you when you start igniting that fire that God's got in you, man, it will disrupt some sleep patterns. I used to stay awake from stress. Now it's just pure excitement, man. It's like I don't want to stop my day have to sleep man just lay there not do anything Are you kidding me but the dreams have been really really good lately so but I'm glad you got good sleep last night because it is important because I know you probably can't tell but I feel like somebody's like rubbing a little bit of sand in my eyes right now that's I'm legit tired <sighs> it is a good thing it is a good thing because I've been I've been on fire for some very destructive things in my life before. This is the only thing that that it doesn't seem to have a cap on. You know, it just there's no there's no glass ceiling, there's no nothing. It's just the goodness of God just gets better and 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 better. Somebody else take over. It just keeps getting better, folks. Hey, hey, Marley's Revenge. I like that name. How you, how you doing today? Welcome to the broadcast. I'm Greg. I'm from Clearwater, Florida. I already went through all that. Go back and check out a little bit, little bit further. Did I know God's dead? Oh, Marley. Now I see why you like revenge. Why is God dead? Did, did that happen like last night? When, when did that happen exactly? Because as far as I know, he's been around since in the beginning. See, even Jesus died. Jesus who came to earth was God's son, but he actually was God. He was all human, all God. He died on the cross. They put him in a, in a borrowed tomb. And then he came back. So I don't, unless it happened like last night or like since I hit the broadcast button, um, I do not believe... That God's dead. I think that's some fake news, Marley. It's okay. You're not late. You're right on time. Marley's revenge. She's probably a little too chicken shit to stick around the broadcast, but she probably left. But she's telling us that God's dead. Allison, did you see anything on Fox this morning? Tina, did you see anything on the news? Maybe it was on CNN. I don't know. But somebody said God was dead. Can I, can I get a confirmation? Oh, you know what? She put a little G. She put a, See, Marley, when you talk about my God and Savior, you need to put a capital G, okay? Because you're talking about little G God, so you're probably talking about like that, 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 
pedophile Mohammed, or you're probably talking about like L. Ron Hubbard, or or maybe Krishna, Buddha, because those 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 gods, they're all dead. They're all dead. Okay, but as far as I know, my Lord and Savior, God, the heavyweight champion of all creation, is still alive and well on his throne. So get out of here, you knucklehead. Trump is God. Trump is not dead. I just saw him on the news. Oh my God, Marley, what is going on in your world? Okay, everybody, everybody, let's pray for Marley right now because there's some Kool-Aid that she's drinking that's affecting her brain. She thinks God's dead. Then she just said Trump was God, but he's dead. Oh my gosh, Marley, aren't you so glad you came in here so we could help you? Aren't you so glad, Marley? We love you. Hey, can I tell you? My God that's not dead loves you too. I'm just having fun, Allison. I'm just having fun. I love it when people tell me some dumb stuff like that, though. God's dead. Oh, Donald Trump is God. I, I just, I love it. I bleed green. I grow green. My God and Savior is alive and well. Alive and well, Marley. And you know what? He is so good that even though you just came into my broadcast, the hashtag with faith, okay, even though you came into my broadcast with your fake news that God's dead, my God still loves you and he wants to do something good in your life. So I hope that the next time we meet, maybe you've gotten rid of the revenge name, right? If he's alive, I've never seen him. Oh, I know, I know, it's so hard. It's so hard because you can't see him. In this world, we need something that we can see, we can touch, we can feel, but can I tell you something? You will see him all around once you start following him. I, I used to, I used to feel the same way. I used to feel the same way. So, yeah. I, I get where you're coming from. I get where you're coming from. Amen. Amen. Yeah, you know, I'm not really engaging, but, you know, sometimes I get fed up with hearing that fake news. And you know what? I did turn the other cheek. See? But then I came back with a little bit of a rebuke. A little poke. A little poke. You know what I mean? So anyway, there's more people on the broadcast now. Um, guys, be praying for Marley's revenge today. Pray that Marley's revenge turns into Marley's miracle. Marley's redemption. Marley's restoration. Okay, let's, let's all lift her up. See, when the trolls come in, we need to pray for them. Okay, we need to pray for them. So don't be so quick on a block. Be a little understanding. And the best thing that we can do for trolls in real life and on the broadcast people is pray for them. Even, pray but don't curse. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I think I dropped the nest bomb. But you know what? Here's the thing, folks. I'm a human being. I'm an American. I'm a drug addict alcoholic from the streets. Occasionally, sometimes I cuss. And you know what? 
I'm not making an allowance for it. I'm not making a, a free pass for it. I'm not saying that it's a good idea. It's not a good idea, maybe, Allison, for you to go hold that beautiful baby and start cussing up a storm. I'm not saying that at all. But listen, thank God for Gary V, you know? Because he told me I didn't have to come up with content, just document this journey. And then, you know, I, 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 I kept myself from watching him because he dropped some F-bombs, right? Said the guy that dropped some F-bombs, right? But when I really listened to him and I realized, it, look, it's just a word. I'm a real person. That's flesh. I'm a real person. Sometimes profane language comes from these lips. But can I tell you something? Even profanity had its place in my life. Two ways I can show you, a giving and a receiving, okay? The guy that led me to the Lord, right? I just told you, drug addict from the streets, mean SOV from back in the day. That's me, okay? He came to me with the gospel, but I got the gospel. Listen, they weren't just fishermen. They were MFing fishermen. It's a GD messed up word. I mean, I got the gospel maybe different than anybody else got, but that's the language that I spoke. And he was being real with me. Because see, every other Christian in my life up until that point had, had told me, look, look, they should all over me. You should do this. You shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do this. You should do this. You should do that. Listen, let me tell you something. If that's your idea of Christianity, take it. I don't want it. Because here's the thing. I'm a real person saved by grace. Sometimes I cuss. Sometimes I smoke pot. Okay? I love CBD. I love I love the way that it calms down my ADD mind. Sometimes, you know, maybe there's some things in my life that God's working on removing. Profanity has definitely been one of them because I would have cussed so much through this broadcast up until this point, okay? But God removes those things from our life. He changes things. Be right back. With the with the pot thing, Allison leaves the room. But here's the thing. I'm a real freaking person. Don't you dare ever put me up on a pedestal. Don't you dare ever tell me that, that I need to be holier than thou. I need to be perfect. I need to be anything else. Because my God's alive and well. He and I are in a conversation every single day. He's aware of me. I'm aware of him. And my life is different because of it. And... and I know this isn't at all what I had planned for the broadcast this morning, but, but you know, when I hear some stuff like that and I look around in this world and everybody's saying that God's dead, everybody's saying that God just wants to send them to hell. Everybody just says that you can't do anything. You're not going to have fun if you turn to this Christian way of life. It's BS. It's fake news. And it pisses me off to no end. <gasps> I said pissed off. Am I, am, am I any less a Christian? Am I? And I know there's some hardcore ones out there be like, tisking me. Get out of my broadcast then. Don't come in here. Because I'm not going to change who I am. I am who God made me to be. And listen, sometimes I'm not a soft and fluffy prayer. Okay? Sometimes I fight pretty freaking hard. But that's how my God made me, okay? You don't know the things that I came through. I'm a fighter, and I'm a fight for God. 
And I'm going to fight for those people that are too afraid to stand up because Christians have been shooting on them. You know what I'm saying? Good morning, Bill. We're on a rant. Somebody made me hot this morning, came in with some fake news, said God was dead. And then they switched and said Trump was God. And I know both of them are alive. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Lady Moore. So listen, listen, maybe I should just put on my profile. This is not a safe zone. Okay. If you came in here just to get your ears tickled, it might not happen. Okay. This this is a new Greenbeard tribe. Okay. This is Pastor Greenbeard. It about killed me last year trying to be what everybody else thought I should be and worry about what I said and I can't do this and I can't do that. You know what? My God didn't ignite this fire in my life for me just to sit around and do nothing. Paul said, I become all things to all men in order to win the right to bring some home. Okay? So when I go into jails and when I go into detoxes and when I go under the bridges, can I, can I tell you something? Just like Mike Harris that led me to the Lord, sometimes when I'm witnessing to people, there's some MFs in there. Does that make me any less? Does that make the, the, the witness any worse? I am a real freaking Christian right here. Maybe you've never seen one before, Marley. I'm a real freaking Christian. All right? I would love to talk to you. I, I'm, I'm so hot lately. I'm so hot with the things I see in the world. I'm so hot with, with the stuff that's going on. I'm, I'm telling you, I told Jen last night, I feel it inside of me. Like I've had this fire in my bones, right? For so long, but the fire is so much hotter now. I think maybe I had to take a break and I had to go through those things. I had a little wilderness experience through depression last year, right? But let me tell you something. Devil tried to snuff me out. And can I tell you something else since I started doing these broadcasts again? Oh my gosh, the attacks have been unbelievable. And you know what? What am I going to do? Am I going to stop broadcasting? Am I going to crawl into a corner and start sucking my thumb because I got some bills? I got some stress in my life? Oh, oh, maybe I said something wrong and offended somebody? Absolutely not. I hope I pissed some people off. Because you know what? When I got ticked off enough, that's when I turned to God. And I think that's what the world needs because this world is so hardened towards God. The fake news has overtaken the world about God. The truth needs to come out about who he is, what his character is, and the things he wants for people. Amen. Amen. Oh, and guess what? Sometimes I vape. I sit here on this broadcast sometimes and I want to take a head off my vape so bad and I'm afraid because I'm like, oh God, what are they going to think? I don't care what you think. I care what God thinks. Okay? He's okay with it. He took the cigarettes from me. We're working on it. I've been smoking since kindergarten, people. What the fuck do you expect? Oh, God, he said a cuss word again. All right, I'm definitely going back and I'm going to change the title, right? Because I've, I've dropped some bombs, but I'm hot. I'm hot. I think this world needs some people that are real and are going to stand up for God and they're not going to be afraid of how they say it. Does it matter how they get the message or does it matter that they get the message? Does it really matter? Because let me tell you something. If Mike Harris, 12 years ago, worried about what he said, and he's like, oh, God, I can't say it like that. Oh, I, I can't. What? 
He spoke to me in a language that I understood. And the message came through loud and clear. Loud and clear, baby. So, again, I'm not condoning profanity. I'm not condoning any of this stuff. But you know what I am condoning? You're going to come into my broadcast and you're going to shit on me and you're going to tell me what I should or shouldn't do in my Christian walk when it's not up to you. It's between me and God because it's a personal relationship. Get the heck out of my broadcast. Don't come back. I don't even want you here. I don't need your hearts. I don't need your follow. I don't need your share. You know what I need to do? I need to get this message out to some people that are hurting. Some people that are destroyed. Some people that can't get out of the grip of addiction. Some people that are, that are, that are not only contemplating suicide, but they think that nobody cares. They think that God abandons them. They're like me. They think that God hates them and made them for, for, for just a cruel joke of the world of how it's not supposed to be. That's not true. That's fake news. So listen, I'm sorry. If you came back to Pastor Greenbeard's broadcast, and I'm a little edgier, I'm a little hotter, okay? But that's a fire inside of me. And I'm going to learn how to calm it down a little bit. I'm going to learn how to tone it down a little bit. But can I tell you something? I'm not going to stop this fight, okay? I'm not going to stop this fight. I don't care if you come into my broadcast and you call me a fool. I'm God's fool. I don't care. It's not between me and you. It's between me and him. And he told me to go find some lost people. And that's why I hit this dang button. It's not a popularity contest. I'm an introvert. I stay at home alone. I don't care if you hang out with me or not. But if you want a good word and you don't want the fake news, you can guarantee you come into my broadcast and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to deliver some value in the way that God puts it to me. Okay? You need proof? Hang out, Marley. Hang out. I see you didn't leave. I see you didn't leave. Hang out. I didn't think God was real either. I used to mock the Christians. But can I tell you, in an instant, God changed my heart. He changed my life. He took my pain that I couldn't. I was abused as a kid. I was. I got the shit beat out of me from the time I can remember myself. I was told that I was ugly. I was no good. I should have been aborted. She made the wrong choice. I was beaten. I had the dog sicked on me. And then they threw me away in the mental hospitals. I grew up with fucking crazy people screaming in the middle of the night, drawing pictures on their wall with shit. Okay? I grew up in a fucking crazy house. Okay? Then, I was so pissed off at the world, I came back. See, you're getting the Mike Harris version today. I came, I came out of that stuff. I came into the world. I came back home. I lived with my parents for six months. They started beating the shit out of me again mentally. When I, as soon as I walked in that door, because I was bigger than them, they couldn't beat me physically anymore. Then, I locked myself up in a cage of alcoholism and addiction. Chasing down every way to destroy myself and not to feel anything. Hating God, cussing Him out on a daily basis. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. Even Gandhi said, it's not your God. It's your Christians. Quit being fake. Be real. People need something real in this world. Religious people, 
Because you know what? I am an ordained pastor. Okay, maybe I shouldn't have said that after I dropped some F-bombs and stuff like that. But who cares? It's not between you and me. It's between me and God. Okay? But listen. Listen, can I tell you something? You will never get something that's not real from me. You want to see some fake grain? You, this is probably a bad commercial for going back and checking my replays. But, but it almost destroyed me last year trying to live up to everybody's expectation. When you know what? I just need to trust God and do what he tells me to do on a daily. And he, and he keeps guiding my life into a better place. I don't want to be fake. There's enough fake out there. There's enough fake out there. And you know what? If I offended you, anybody, good. Good. And if you don't come back because of it, that's good too. But you know what? I'm not looking for you. I'm looking for the person that maybe needs to hear it like that. Because I was rough, man. I was rough. If you came to me with your verily, verily, I say unto you, I'd have knocked you out. I don't need your God. I don't need your Jesus. We all have a personal relationship with God who's not dead. He's a living God. We all have a personal relationship. He knitted you in your mother's womb, Marley. He knows all about you. He gave you a choice. He's so good, he gave you a choice. I didn't realize that for so long in my life. It was just a choice. I could choose the way of the world, the way of death, the way that was keeping me stuck in my pain, or I could choose this other way of God, and maybe, maybe, just like the programs of Alcoholics Anonymous and Narcotics Anonymous, which are just stepping stones to God, baby, that's a whole other broadcast. But can I tell you something? I did turn my will and my life over to the care of God, and He shows me how to live. And guess what? He's going to show you how to live. He's going to show Allison how to live. He's going to show Brother Stephen how to live. And He's going to show us all in our, in our own way. Now listen, God didn't save me to go out and, and witness the little old ladies, okay? Now I met some little old ladies that cuss like sailors too, but listen, he didn't save me to go after little old ladies in their netting circle. He brought me through some incredible shit in my life so I could crawl out the other side of that sewage and come out with a message for people that need it. Listen, I don't go to country clubs, okay? I'm probably the only person I know that goes on world tour of prisons in other countries even. Because let me tell you something. That's where Jesus would be. That's where Jesus would be. In those trenches, in those rehabs, in those detoxes, under those bridges, sitting next to that smelly person. I don't know what you expected when you came in here today, people, but this is what God gave you, okay? Because I do pray before I hit this. Whatever you want people to hear, let those be the words that come out of my mouth. Marley, you kicked it off great today. I, you love, I love you, Marley. Thank you for coming in here. And I will include you in my prayers. If you're still here, you can still hear me. Thank you for coming in here. Thank you for coming in here and reminding me when I hit that button this morning before I get into any kind of fakeness. Before I did any kind of, 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 of beautiful Christianese, thank you for coming in here and reminding me why I do this. Because the world's got fake news. God's not dead. He's surely alive. 
He's living on the inside. I'm not going to sing. But can I tell you something? It is a brand new day. See, I'm doing a new thing. Then, isn't that what God said? See, I'm doing a new thing. He made a road in the wilderness for me out of my depression. He made a stream in the freaking desert. He's doing a new thing. This ain't fluffy Greg anymore. Okay, there's going to be days that I'm not soft. And there's going to be days where maybe I am a little softer. But can I tell you something? I promise from this day forward, I'm never going to be fake. I'm never going to be fake. I don't want to be fluffy. This world don't need fluffy. What do you think, Peter? Peter chopped up. We talked about it last week. Peter chopped off somebody's ear on the way out. Jesus was like, put that bad boy back on. Didn't shame him. Peter was a fighter. Peter had some profanity issues. Think about the people that God called. Think about the ones that God called. They were rough and tough. They were the lowest of the low. People didn't respect them. They didn't look at them. They weren't religious leaders. Jesus hung out with prostitutes, with tax collectors, with murderers, with demon-possessed people. Even the crazy guy that came running up naked out of the grave, Jesus still saved him. And then that guy wanted to go follow him. I'm that guy. I remember when I first heard that, and I can't think of where the street address or where the story is. Some Somebody a little bit more biblical than me could probably tell you, but there was a crazy guy. The town was afraid of him. They kept him chained up. He kept breaking the chains and escaping. He was out of his mind. He was crazy. And he came running up to Jesus. He probably looked like this guy right here. Came running up to Jesus. He was like, ah. And you know what Jesus did? He saved him. He saved him. And then that guy wanted to go on tour with Jesus. And Jesus said, no, go back and tell your town. Don't you think crazy naked guy had some different ways of telling people about what Jesus did? I do. I do. I don't know. I don't know. If you want to take my ordination card, take it. I don't care. Because you know what? Man gave that to me. I don't care about your paper. See, Christianity is an anti-religion. So this is an anti-religious broadcast. Same religious. Thank you for igniting that fire in me today. Marley, you're awesome. Thank you so much. Marley, if you're in here, can you can you come back on? <laughs> I know Van Gogh. Can you come back on, Marley, so I can so I can at least I want to follow you. I want to follow you. I want to keep up to date with you. I want to see how you how you doing. Yar? Alright. I'm sorry if I'm a babbling... No, you know what? I'm not sorry if I'm a babbling idiot. Because, Marley, maybe you needed to hear it this way. Maybe you needed to see somebody that's a Christian that's not going to shit all over you. I've been shit on for a long time. Can I tell you something? I've been shit on more since I've been a Christian in these last 12 years than ever in my life. I'm 49 years old. I'm only 12 years old in the Lord, though. I'm a new creation. Right? I'm a new creation now. I'm different. But let me tell you something. God didn't raise no wuss here. And I don't think that he intended me just to be soft and cushy and, and just blowing smoke up your butt. I don't think that that's, that's what his plan was for me. 
I think this is closer to what God's plan is for me than what I've been doing the last three years when I've been on these broadcasts. I think this is, I think this is, this is my coming out party, baby. Because <laughs> this is how I am in my life. Okay? I, I'm just a real guy. I just happen to be saved by grace. And, 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 and listen, it was so good that God said, hey, listen, I know you couldn't stay out of jail. I know you were shooting tequila in your arms because you were so crazy wanting to escape the pain. I know you beat people up. I know there's a couple people that I beat up that I left for dead that I don't know. Okay? I did some terrible things in my life, but can I tell you something? When God came into my heart, he changed everything. And then you know what he did? He didn't tell me just to suck it up, baby. Suck it up. Get over it. Go to church on Sunday. Don't cuss. Don't drink beer. Don't smoke pot. Don't smoke cigarettes. Don't do this. You shouldn't do that. No, you know what God did? You know what God did? He said, go tell them what I did. I've heard that before. That's in the Bible. There's 12 knuckleheads looking up at Jesus ascending into heaven and they're going, oh my gosh, what are we doing? Hey, go tell them what I did. He didn't say, go tell them what I did and make sure you don't cuss and, and make sure that you go get that four, de- four year degree and have man give you a stamp of approval. No, he didn't say that. He just said, go tell the world what I did. And let me tell you something. If Mike Harris hadn't come to me with a profanity-filled gospel message, it would have been just like anything else. I wouldn't have got it. My parents, when they were beating the shit on me as I was growing up, I mean, I'm talking like beating me, bleeding, okay, bleeding. My dog, my mom sitting on my chest, taking me by the hair, pounding my head into the ground, smacking me, punching me with her fist while the dogs are chewing up my ankles, kicking me down the steps, okay, Taking me out in the middle of nowhere and dropping me off and leaving there. Telling me that she made the wrong choice and I should have been aborted. Okay? I've been through some stuff in my life, man. But can I tell you something? God didn't put me through all that stuff and do all that stuff for me just to be warm and fluffy. I got a heart for the broken of the broken. You know, can I tell you something, Marley? When I was a drug addict and an alcoholic and I couldn't stay out of jail and I call collect from jail, I would call them from three o'clock in the morning on Bourbon Street in New Orleans. You know, if people would call the school principals were on a first name basis with them. I can I tell you something? I had a relationship with them. I had a relationship with them. Can I tell you something now? Since I've become a Christian, I'm the most horrible person in the world. Me and my family were all crazy. We're insane. They look down on us so much because my family is lost. Okay? My brother, he hopefully he's going after my nephew because my nephew, my own nephew said that the baby that we lost was just a blob of cells. It didn't mean anything because my brother is teaching them all kinds of other stuff. It's just no, I don't have a good relationship with my family. And guess what? That's not my choice. I've forgiven them. I've gone to them. I've tried to have a relationship with them. But you know what? I realized at one point in my life, like, they don't want anything to do with me. They never really did. And and you know what? I don't have to be in that situation. They're my family. Yeah. So what? 
so what? I, I have such a bigger family now. I have such a better family now. I've got people like Dale and Jefferoni and Steven and Allison, and even you, hopefully, Marley. I've got people in my life today that don't shit on me, that know who I am. They know who, who, who my heart is. They know the things I've been through, and they can't even freaking believe. You know when people find me on Facebook, not so much anymore because Facebook's been around for a long time, but, but the, 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 the common denominator of people finding me on Facebook was, I can't believe you're still alive. I can't believe you're still alive. That's how bad it was. I'm telling you, look. Look, I got to hold it in certain ways. Those are track marks. Those are track marks. I was shooting tequila in there. I couldn't kill that pain. Only God could kill that pain. And if I got to get that message out that God can kill that kind of pain and I drop some F-bombs along the way, so freaking be it. Because I'm not here for you. I'm here for those people that need it like that. So, unfollow me. Don't come to my broadcast anymore. Whatever you want to do, people. If you're offended about the way I'm talking. I'm just real. I'm a real freaking Christian. I am. Sometimes I cuss. <laughs> I'm, you know, and I'm really working hard on not apologizing because I don't believe that there's anything that, that, that I've done that I need to apologize for. But I'm, I'm done being, being warm and fuzzy. Okay? It has its place. But for the most part, I just want to be real with people. I want to give you a real message. Marley, for some reason you came into this broadcast and you're still hanging out. Okay? You kicked this whole thing off. This broadcast today was sponsored by Marley. And I hope and I pray that maybe you come back and you see, maybe you, you go over to our Green Beer Tribe. The link's in my, in my bio. You can come. I, got a, I got about 500 people in this group, and we're all doing life together. And none of us perfect. If you're perfect, you're not allowed in my group. Okay? I don't want perfect people in there because you mess everything up. All right? The link's in my bio. Anybody, anybody that's made it this far in the broadcast, if you're not in the Green Beer Tribe, the link's in the title. No, it's not in the title today. It's in the bio. Or you could go over here. But listen, oh, I, I, don't, I only want people that aren't perfect. If you're perfect, please don't apply. Because I don't want you in there. You'll screw everything up. <sighs> yeah, if you're perfect, you're not welcome. You're not welcome. Because you know what? That's not who Jesus picked, right? That's not who Jesus picked. The, these, the Jews are still looking for him because they can't even believe did anything good come from Nazareth, right? Isn't that what they said? Can anything good really come from Nazareth? Can anything really good come out of the dope hole? Can anything good really come out of prison? With Jesus it can. I'm a perfect loser too. Hey, God loves the losers. <laughs> because guess what? We've been last our whole life. But can I tell you something? With God, everything is, is the same, but it's different. What, what was last is now first. And what was first is now left. He uses the weak. He, he uses the jackasses. He uses the screw-ups. He uses murderers, prostitutes, drug dealers. That's who Jesus picked. The worse you are, the better you are in Christ. 
the worse you are. There's a church in Denver, which, 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 you know, it just came through my mind. It just came through my mind. Maybe I reach out to them today. But there's a church in Denver, Marley. You know what it's called? You know what the church name is called? I want to see if anybody maybe has heard of it. Because it, it's not a, it's not a warm and fluffy. It's not a First Baptist. It's not, it's not an assembly. Does anybody know about this church? As far as I know, it's like the only church with a name like this. Does anybody know about this church in Denver? Anybody? I'm going to give you three seconds. Three, two, one. It's called Scum of the Earth. And it's a church. And people are getting radically saved and set free. And they're smoking cigarettes, and maybe they have a beer in their hand. They drink coffee. They play rock music. It's called Scum of the Earth. You can look it up. Maybe I call them today. Maybe we do an interview with them. Because I don't think they're warm and fluffy either. I know they're not. I know they're not. I've looked into their church before. I almost wanted to move to Denver because I was like, my people. That's who Jesus picked. He picked people that cuss every now and then. He picked drug dealers. He picked people that maybe killed people before. I don't know. I don't think that I did, but there's times I beat the crap out of people so bad. I mean, there's a couple that I know that I just, I don't know if they're still alive. I I beat the crap out of them. But that's how it was in my life. I was a destroyer. But God cleaned me up. I still got those skills. But you know what? Since I got those skills and I've been through that place... I know exactly when I go into a jail or a detox or under a bridge or I talk to somebody maybe holding a knife wanting to kill themselves or somebody else, I know exactly where to look for that pain. Because that's where I come from. That's my old neighborhood. See, I did this broadcast before and I don't know where it is. Maybe somebody in here knows where it is. But I did this example of chains. You know, the chains that I had before in my life were all rusty and dirty and they held me down and they held me prisoner and they held me captive in my addiction and my anger and my sadness and my despair. Okay? But can I tell you something? When I came to God, I gave those chains to God. But can I tell you something? God cleaned those chains up and He gave them back to me. And now I can take that same chain that kept me and I can I can throw it out to somebody. I can pull them to safety. Right? If you're in a ditch, I can pull you out. I can, there's, there's all kinds of things. See, see, he's not going to take your pain from the past. It's not, it's not like a hypnosis thing. You're not going to scrub your memory. Okay. But God's going to give it back to you in such a way that the pain has a purpose. Listen, when I was getting the shit beat out of me as a kid, when I was shooting dope, when I was living on the streets, right? <laughs> I get so pumped up. I don't even know where I was going with that. Can I tell you something though? When when I was going through all that stuff, that was training for God. That was training for God because I had a hard job ahead of me. Right? I got to meet some... Listen, don't you think that God and I have had it out over these last 12 years? Really? Really? I, did, I tried to stay out of jail. I tried to stay out of rehab. <laughs> What do you mean I got to go back there? Don't you know that these are some of the most stubborn people in the world? It's because they're in so much pain, Greg. Remember that? Yeah, I do. 
I do. I remember that. And God saved me for this. I should be dead a thousand times. I should be buried under a jail somewhere. But God had a plan for my life. And it's not to be warm and fuzzy. I'm sorry, people. I smoke. Sometimes just a vape. Sometimes there's CBD in it. Sometimes I smoke a little pot. But you know what? God's okay with me. And his approval is all I need. I don't need anybody shitting on me or telling me how to do this walk. Because if you're telling me how to do my personal walk with Jesus, then, then, then you're trying to put yourself in, in God's place. And, and I only got room in my, in my life, in my heart, for one God. And he is surely alive. And he's living on the inside. Well, well, listen, I've been, I've been clean and sober for 21 years on July 11th. July 11th, 1998, I got done smoking a whole bunch of crack. I had gone through a bottle of Southern Comfort, which I still have. I still have that bottle. And, and like 3 o'clock in the morning, I didn't want to die anymore, so I put it down. Okay? Now, people ask me all the time, Greg, do you think you could drink? It's been a long time. And you know what? I probably could. I probably could drink. I probably could have a drink right now. But it really did not go well the first time. And I, I just would appreciate it not to. But can I tell you something, Marley? If you drink, if you drink a beer, it, it, even if you drink 10 beers, can I tell you something? Jesus is not going to turn his back on you. You could be smoking 50 blunts, shooting dope, drinking beer... While you're robbing somebody with your pinky toe. And can I tell you something? God would still love you. Jesus would still want you to come to him. See, see, my conviction is so bad. I haven't showed this in a while. My conviction is so strong. I literally wear it on my sleeve. Okay? This was me back in the day. When I finally gave up and I fell into God's arms. What's he doing? Is he pushing me away? Is he pushing this guy away? Uh-uh. He's holding him. He's supporting him. He's taking him in his arms. The verse underneath says, Come to me, all you are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. See, I needed rest in my life. I needed rest. Look, and, and you know, I fell in love with this picture the first time I ever saw it. I fell in love with it. I, I don't usually love on it like this much. But... I fell in love with this picture because I realized that that was me. That's you, Marley. That's you, Stephen, Allison, Max, Dale, all you guys in the fire department. That's, that's you. That's us. Jesus is supporting us. And you know what? It took me a while. It took me a while before I realized, look, not only is God supporting him, right? He's holding him up, right? But look, the hammer... And the nail is still in his hand. That means, that means you and I have a sinful nature. We were born into sin. We, it's, nothing, it's not even our fault, okay? You blame it on Eve. Well, we'll talk about that later, okay? But our sin, our sin put Jesus on that cross. But he did that for you. He did that for me. He did that for everybody. He did that for the little old lady. 
And he did that for the for the Skid Row junkie. Took the hammer and the nail still in his hands. And I don't know about you, but if somebody came to my house and they wanted to hammer and nail me to something, I don't think I would embrace them. But I'm not Jesus. But I'm not Jesus. See, I had it all wrong. I never had a problem thinking that God was dead. And I'm not saying that it's a problem. Because I think we all think about God in our own way before we come to him. And after. But I didn't really know the truth. Right? And, and you know, even though my parents were beating the crap out of me and stuff and telling me all the horrible things. Can I tell you where we went every Sunday? We went to the local Lutheran church. I went to Sunday school, vacation Bible study. I got confirmed. I used to light the candles. I'd sit up in the chair behind the pastor during the messages on Sunday. But it, it meant zip to me. Jesus was some hippie in a sash. You know, he was dead. He's a dead guy. I didn't know he was really alive. Even though I went through all that stuff and been brought up around him, I used to steal out of the offering. You know, I used to steal from the church as a kid. It didn't mean anything to me. <laughs> but there's also a proverb that says, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he's old, he won't turn from it. Now, my parents didn't necessarily uh, raise me up in the way I should go. Certainly, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I, I, I got my parenting tips by doing the exact opposite of what my folks did. But, But can I tell you something? Because I had... At least that introduction, I knew who God was. I'd been around him before. When I came to Jesus, he wasn't such a stranger. It was kind of like, man, you know what? I had you all wrong. Kind of like when I was talking about Gary Vee in the beginning of the broadcast. Gary Vee, let me know. It's okay if you, if you slip up and you cuss sometimes. It's okay if, you, if you're not perfect. Just document it, right? It was, it's, you know, I love the truth about God and, and the truth about Jesus because it's, it's real. And, and I'll tell you what, the world doesn't want you to know that. The world doesn't want you to know that. The world doesn't want you to know that, that Jesus had, had, had died for you. Yeah, everybody knows the story. Everybody, you know, two times a year, everybody goes to church, Christmas and Easter, birth and death, right? But can, they don't know the truth of that. Like, I knew that story. Wait, I didn't have Easter my whole life. For 37 years, I hadn't had Easter, the family get-together and everything. But when I found out what it really meant for him to be up on that cross, even though he, he knew what we were going to do, look, the guy's got the hammer and nails still in his hand. The world doesn't teach you that. Sometimes pastors don't teach you that. They're, they're so caught up in the Christianese and the numbers and the getting people in the seats and the, they get so wrapped up in the programs, they forget about God. Can I tell you something? One of the first statements that Mike Harris said to me that was like, he told me Jesus was a badass. And sometimes it's so hard for me not just to say that when I go places because if somebody asks me to come speak, I'm obviously not going to drop F-bombs. Unless... You know, I'm in a jail. Sometimes it happens. But he really is. Because not only did he take my sin, but he took the whole sin of all the world and put up on that cross. And yeah, God died for a little bit. Jesus died for a little bit. He did. 
But can I tell you the best news of all, Marley? <laughs> they put him in a rented tomb. It was a borrowed tomb. Who has a who has a borrowed cemetery plot? He beat death. He came back. He was around. People saw him. People putting their 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 fingers through the hole. Like yay, woo! He beat death. He beat death for you. And then he he gave us something even more precious than that, right? Because we got God up here. God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. Whoever should believe in him will have eternal life. God got fed up with the way we were doing things. So he's like, that's it. I'm coming down. I'm coming down. I'm going to heal some people. Right? So Jesus came down, right? They, they did terrible things to him. They said terrible things to him. CNN was all over him, spreading fake news to the world. Like, oh my gosh, can you believe this Jesus dude? He healed somebody on Sunday. I can't even believe it, man. This guy took some fish and he fed 5,000 people and their chicks. What? <laughs> I'm such a dork, but I'm God's dork. I mean, he's just not anything I expected. And I think, I think if we could be honest, I think we've all been sold a, a bunch of bad goods about God. And I, and I think that when we come to the Lord, I think all of us have our little aha moment like, oh man. He was really there all along. Because see, the longer I go saved, and I look back at my life, and I look back at that alcoholism, and the addiction, and the abuse, and the pain, and how they threw me away, and I look back at all that stuff, and I, and I remember how I used to shake my fist at God. I remember being in those things, just fucking hate you. <sighs> but can I tell you something? When I look back at those moments in my life, I can see God there so much clearer. I can see where he was protecting me and guiding me. Because remember, knitted in my mother's womb, well before I even had my own thoughts to, to make a decision, it didn't have anything to do with my mama's decision. It didn't have anything to do with they sprinkled my forehead when I was a baby. It didn't have anything to do with that. When I turned to God for myself, he saved me. He showed me who he really was. And it was kind of like, dang, you were there the whole time. Because, see, I think when God brings you through the other side of revenge and, and you get to that goodness that he has for you and you realize the goodness of God, I, I think we all take an account of our life. Right In the program, they called it an inventory, which everybody gets messed up on. But it's just a list, right? If you look back on the list of your life, if you look back on those moments, and I'm not talking looking back on the good ones. I want you to look back on those terrible ones, the really bad ones. If you look back on those, you'll see God in there bringing you through. And you know what? The pain that you feel, it, it's, it's not even comparison to the glory that's waiting for you as a child of God that you are. It's, it's guaranteed. It's guaranteed. But see, God's not religious. He doesn't give you a whole bunch of rules. Do this, pray this direction, get your little blankie out, put your butt in the air, do some beads. You know what, you know what, you know what God said? Choose me. Choose me. He gave you free will. You could choose him or not. He wants you to. 
in in first or second Peter, it says you should have none to perish, but for all to find eternal life. All means all. That's all all means. Well, I guess I guess I didn't be still today, so probably gonna have to change the title. I got no voice. I'm sweating again. Marley, thank you so much for coming in here today. I don't know if you're still here. Hopefully you still are. Hopefully you come back. Hopefully everybody prays for you. Hopefully, hopefully everybody comes back and I, and and you know, I don't need followers. I don't need hearts. I, I don't need your approval. But hopefully I didn't lose anybody. Hopefully everybody knows my heart and they come back to this broadcast and, and maybe you tell some people about me. Maybe you share this message with somebody that's a hard case. I'm going to see somebody this weekend that's getting out of detox because their girlfriend reached out to me. Okay? If you, if you got somebody in your life that's rough because I want the angriest, meanest one. Right? I've come to terms with that. That's my lot in life. I want the angriest, meanest ones. If you got one of them, turn them on to me. And it's not because of me. It's because of him. It's because of him. If you got a hard case, if you've got a, if you've got a rehab, if you've got a detox, if you've got anything that you want me to come speak at, I would be glad to do it. And let me tell you something. I speak all over the world, sometimes through Skype. Sometimes through Periscope, right? But if you got somebody that is anything like anything I described in this broadcast, and you don't think that they can ever be reached by God, send them my way. Because that's who God brought me here for. Okay? I want the meanest one. I want the meanest one because that's me. That's who I was. But God changed it. Look, can you ever imagine this guy beating the shit out of anybody? Can you ever imagine the violence that came out of this person? Can you imagine that? Any of you guys that have been following me for a while? Can you imagine that? I just, I want, I want to know. 14 of you guys in this broadcast, I want to know. Can you imagine me like that? Even though I've been a little hot today and I dropped some F-bombs. Can you imagine me like that? Can you imagine me? Like, I don't know if I left that person for dead or not. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine me in the dark somewhere shooting tequila in my arms because the pain was so bad? Can you imagine that? Can I tell you something? That's what God saved me from. Like, just, oh my gosh. I just want to shake people sometimes, man, because it's like, if you just knew how good he really is. And like I said before, even Gandhi said, it's not your God, it's your Christians. It's your Christians. I, I, I come from the streets, and Jen's in here, my honey's in here. I see you tapping those purple hearts, baby. Jen's in here. Can I tell you something? Jen and I went to work for a church plant. Jen and I worked with a religious organization back in like 2010, 2011, so early on in this walk. And can I tell you something? There was times where I was like, if this is what being a Christian is, I don't want it. Okay. I follow Jesus. Don't call me a Christian because listen, if that's what being a Christian is, 
You guys can take it and you can shove it so far. Okay? But but can I tell you something? There was I've seen more of a moral code on the streets as a drug addict and a junkie than I did in some of these Christian organizations. Okay? It's not it's not us Christians, it's God. Alright? And God has his own way of using people. <laughs> Marley, I hope there's a day a couple years from now, maybe you're on a broadcast, and you'd be like, listen, I went into this broadcast one day. I seen this guy, it was clickbait, he had a green beard, and I saw something about faith, and I went in there and I tried to tell him God was dead. And don't you know that was the day I got saved? Don't you know that was the day I turned my will and my life over to God? And he's showing me how to live in a different way. And he cleaned me up and he took my pain and he took my sorrow and he took my grief and he took my despair. He took the knife out of my hand so I didn't hurt that person or kill myself. And, 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 you know, that was the day. That was the difference maker. Because I saw this knucklehead with a green beard. He said he was a Christian. He, he, he started going after me because I said God was dead. And I spent an hour listening to, to this man saying some stuff that I never heard a Christian say before and like that, and the message hit my heart. And the message hit my heart. Because see, that's what matters. It's not what words I use. It's not the tone in my voice. It's not the burrow in my frow. It's the message of God. Before I hit this button every single day, I pray the same prayer. I've been praying for three years of doing this. Lord, whatever you want people to hear, let those be the words that come out of my mouth. Because you know something? Can I tell you something, Marley? I got nothing good to say. I got nothing good to say. Nothing. My best plans led me to a place where I needed the Lord. And thankfully, he was there to save me. With my hammer and my nails still in hand, he still saved me. And he set me free and he sent me back for the rest. Marley, he's going to do that for you. He's going to take that, he's going to take that revenge and he's going to turn it into renewal. He's going to give you something different. Maybe Jesus just showed himself to you in a real way today. And, and I hate it when I say some stuff like that and I'm looking at myself because, listen, I got nothing to do with it, okay? Don't even look at me. I got nothing to do with it. I got nothing to do with it. It's Holy Spirit. It's God. It's Jesus. Just when, just when Mike was, was MFing the gospel all up to me, it wasn't Mike. It was that message of the gospel coming through. It was the message of salvation coming through. It was a message of, I've got you. I know. I know what you're doing. I know what they did to you. I know that they told you you should have been an abortion. I know. And I still want you. And I still want you. And I love you. And I'm never going to leave you. I died for you. It's the message of Jesus that works. It's... I got nothing good to say. I'm just a talking head for Jesus. That's all. That's all. <sighs> I think I need a nap. <laughs> but you know what I mean, though, guys? It's the goodness of the cross that people need. It's the goodness of Christ that people need. You know, he chose the losers. He chose the misfits. I don't know about you, but I like a guy like that. I like a guy like that.
I needed a guy like that. Because you know what? My whole life people said, oh my gosh, that guy? That guy? Really? That guy? But can I tell you something? I said the same thing about him. Think anything good could come from Nazareth? That guy? Really? Changed the world. Over 2,000 years ago, we're still talking about him. See, that's the kind of impact I want to have on the world. I want to get up and I want to sit across from that man one day, Jesus, in God's house. I want to sit across from him and be like, what did I do with what you gave me? I got nothing left. Didn't you get my prayer request? Send me some more. Just one more. I got nothing left. I got nothing left, Jesus. Just let me in. I need a nap on one of those clouds. Just let me in. I don't want to get up there and say I was afraid. Jesus, I let people shit on me. They told me that I couldn't say things. They told, they told me that I couldn't have a burrow in my frow while talking about your love. They told me that I couldn't, I couldn't raise my voice. I couldn't yell. They told me that I could. So I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything with what you gave me, okay? No. This guy's not having that conversation. Can I tell you that? This guy, and the enemy knows it. He's been attacking me so hard these last couple weeks since I started hitting this button. I even told Jen last night, that fire inside of me is burning hotter than it ever has before. And I think the enemy knows it. Because you know what? I'm coming for you, devil. You're holding God's people hostage in their addiction, in their abuse, in their pain. You're holding them hostage. Jesus gave me the key. He gave me the key. It's his word. He gave me a sword. He gave me armor. I'm protected. Put on the helmet of salvation. Protect my mind. The breastplate of righteousness. Protect my heart. The belt of truth buckled around my waist. My feet shot with the shoes of readiness to go out and spread the gospel. Listen, my title today was Be Still. I, I, I thought this was going to be a relaxing message today. See, when you think something, God has other plans. God has other plans. Marley, I believe God had a plan for you today. I truly believe it. And I don't think anybody that's in here, I don't think anybody that's in here doubts it either. We don't get a lot of trolls that stick around. They usually come in, <laughs> you're going to Jesus is an idiot. What is your guys with Shrek sit on your face? We don't usually have many trolls to hang out and stick around, but I think God had a plan for you today. And I don't know if you're still here or not, but I know that you were here for a while, and I know that God had me be really unexpectedly real today. And like I said, if you got offended by this, anybody, don't come back. I'm not here for you. I'm here for the one that needs a message like this. So if you got somebody like that in your life, message me. Go over, to, join us in the Greenbeard Tribe. The link's in my bio too. Okay, come join us. But listen, like I said before, if you're perfect, don't come in. I don't want you. I don't need perfect people in there. I don't need religious people in there. I don't want any any people that are going to shit on anybody in there. I don't want people in there that are, that are learning how to do this thing a different way. That are that are that are you know. I, you, listen, can I tell you something? You can't be perfect. 
You can't have all the answers. I don't want anybody who knows all the answers. And that because I want to be the guy with the answers because I ain't got the answers either. That's why I'm, in the, I'm allowed to be in the group. I'm not perfect. That's why I can be in the group. That's why I can be in the group. I only want knuckleheads. So if you're a knucklehead, come join us. Link's in the bio. I'm sick of holding up that paper. Link's in the bio. Do some work. Click the button. Come join us. You're welcome. Just like, just like this guy. Just like me. With my hammer and my nail that did those holes. You're welcome there. That's who I want. I want this guy. I want that guy. Knuckleheads only. Maybe we should put that... Brother, see, Brother Steven, he's my co-pilot. He, he kept this thing running while the devil was trying to step on me with depression, right? Brother Steven kept this thing going, okay? Brother Steven, maybe we should put a, a thing in the questionnaire when you come into the group. Listen, if you're not a knucklehead, do not apply, okay? Because that's who Jesus hung out with. And you know what? He's the guy I follow. And if that's who he was hanging out with, you know... You know? All right, guys. Lord, thank you so much for this broadcast. Lord, I thank you so much for Marley today. Lord, I, I'm, I'm coming together with, with my brothers and my sisters in this broadcast. And I don't even know if Marley's still in here, Lord. But I know that you had her here for a reason today. And Lord, let this be the day that maybe she thinks about you in a different way. Let this be the day that maybe she reaches out to you. Let this be the day that she realizes that you're really alive and you want some good things. Lord, let this be the day because listen, it only takes a teeny weeny bit of mustard seed. It only takes a second of faith to change it all, to change it all. Lord, let the broken hear this message. Let the hurt, the angry, the pained hear this message. Let them know that there's Christians out there that's not going to shit on them, but are just going to love them like Jesus did. Lord, thank you so much. For sending me my foul mouth chain smoking Christian Mike Harris. Because guess what? If he hadn't come to me with a message like that, I'd probably be dead now. I guarantee you my family wouldn't be like it is today. Because you changed things, Lord. I was clean and sober eight years. Still in my same pain. But when I had that mustard seed, you took it from me. And my life has never been the same. And then you put me on a path where I don't have to run from those things. I can talk about those things. And I can use those things as something to help pull the next one up. Lord, send me one more. Give me more opportunities, Lord, to reach the broken. It doesn't mean that I want a prison ministry from the inside. Okay, Jesus, we've been through this. But Lord, send me the broken. Send me the hurt. Send me people that need to hear a message, whether it has an F-bomb in it or not. Lord, I want to help the broken. My mission in life is to help people find freedom through Christ. Emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually, whatever aches and breaks you got. Lord, let me be your voice. Let me be your light. I want to be a light in the world. To shine that light in the darkness that I was once so enveloped in. Lord, thank you for doing this. Thank you, even though I cussed you out and I hated you, that you still... Loved me enough to jump up on that cross and die for me and pick me up when I made the decision to turn to you. You never shamed me. You never told me, I, boy, you really screwed it all. You never did anything. You just loved me and you picked me up and you changed my heart and you put me back on a path to help other people that felt the same way. Lord, let this be the day that Marley learns the, how much you love her. 
And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Woo! I'm telling you guys, you don't even know. I don't sweat because I showered, but... I got to go back and read. I don't, I don't think I saw too many comments today. So, that's not the broadcast that I had planned for today. But you know what? I just think that the more that I stop worrying about the world and I stop worrying about what people think and the more I just do what God has for me to do and I let that fire burn, I, do, I, I think they just keep getting better and better. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens. And, uh, and guys, listen, <laughs> boy, if there was ever a broadcast to plug this, right? Listen, we're getting ready to do Crash the Chatterbox again. I did get a ton of response. I put a video up in the tribe yesterday. I did a little video on Instagram. Um, they're still up there on my Instagram, at Greg R. Harvey. Uh, you can obviously go to the Green Beer Tribe. Unless you're perfect, uh, you could go over there. And we did this together. There was probably about 30 of us worldwide in other countries. We come together on a Zoom call once a week and we went through this Bible study and pe people are still talking about their breakthroughs today. So if you're interested in this, go over to the Greenbeard Tribe, drop a comment, go to my Instagram, drop a comment. Because listen, the only way I was going to do it is if people are interested. And obviously people are interested. So I'm making a list. I'm checking it twice today. And uh, if you want to do this with us, I highly encourage it. I highly encourage it. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Hey, hey, Fat Man 20. Welcome to your first day on Periscope. Yeah, yeah, we need to get back to that. I got stuff to do. I got stuff to do. You know? We got stuff to do as a community. And, uh... Yeah, I'm not going to let the enemy snuff it out. So, I love you guys. I'm sweating. I'm going to go take a nap. I love you guys. God bless you.